Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Dr. Juliet Kersey and Shanae Bryan uh, are on with me. Dr. Juliet Kersey serves as Assistant Dean of College Access and Persistent for Temple persistence for Temple University's College of Education and Human Development. The reason why I remember these two is because we need to have a conversation about getting more people to go into teaching, into education, right? Um, and and Shanae Bryan is the Assistant Director of Alternative Pathways at Temple University in Philadelphia. In her role, she works with the Temple Teacher Residency to prepare career changes and recent graduates to enter into STEM, Spanish, and special education classrooms all throughout the school district of Philadelphia. Good morning to the both of you and welcome back to The Source. Good morning, Andrea. Thank you for having us and just wanted to let you know we're thinking of you and your family and your husband and sending you all the best. Thank you, my darling. See, Dr. Kersey, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry, Dr. Kersey. I don't realize how many people listen, right? Um, I really enjoyed talking to the both of you the last time. And so today we're going to talk about the importance and relevance, 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 I'm tired, of Temple University's College of Education and Human Development receiving $1.4 million grant. Let's go. What's happening yeah. over there? We're super excited. So um, we received a $1.4 million grant. This was championed by Senator Vincent Hughes, and it is from the Pennsylvania Department of Education. It's actually American Rescue Plan funds that they've steered our way to support the recruitment and retention of teachers of color, which is just fantastic and builds on the work that we've been doing in the college um, for a number of years and also the collaborations we have with others around the city and within the state. We talked last time, and I know you are well-versed, Andrea, around um, the number of teachers of color, the fact that right now across Pennsylvania, only 6% of all teachers identify as people of color, and that is against the fact that we have about almost 40% of our students in K-12 schools identify as, as students of color. So there's a huge mismatch. It's one of the largest demographic mismatches uh, and gaps around the country. We don't see it quite as much in Philadelphia. We've kind of been lulled into perhaps thinking like we're in good shape because we have almost 50% of the teachers of color in Pennsylvania here in Philly. Um, but there's a lot that we need to do to not only ensure that all of the children in, in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania have access to high quality, diverse teachers, but those teachers um, across the state are also culturally relevant and sustaining educators mm-hmm. so that no matter the you know racial or ethnic background, linguistic background of their teacher, all students are having an opportunity to engage with educators who are supportive of them academically and personally. So there's definitely sort of a, a bifurcated goal here. We want to make sure that we increase the number of teachers of color and simultaneously ensure that all of those teachers are prepared to meet the needs of all students. So, um, yeah, happy to share more about the specifics of the grant, but we're really thrilled. Um, we had a big so, announcement on in October and um, we're, we're moving forward with expanding on some of our programming. Okay, so what is what is what are the programs that you're expanding on? Because when we talked the last time and Shanae, I'm going to bring you in. Uh, we, we, we talked about that teachers feel underpaid, undervalued, all those things. How are you encouraging students to then get into education as a part of what this, or are you as a part of what this grant entails? 
speak a little bit to sort of the high school students and then I'll pass it to Shanae to talk about people who already have degrees. Uh, so we have a number of opportunities for high school youth to be involved in coursework at Temple. Um, so by introducing them to, I think we, we'd spoken about it last time, sort of the hook for a lot of young people right now is around the idea of the impact they can have on their community and the opportunity to be change agents. Um, you know, we talked about our connection and, and fondness for Sharif Al-Meki and the Center for Black Educator Development mm-hmm. and the idea of, you know, teaching as a, as a revolutionary act. Mm-hmm. And so by um, connecting with young people who are in high school and bringing them into Temple courses that are talking about what's happening in schooling and education, giving them those college experiences as as well and providing supports we're introducing them and exposing them to the profession and the possibilities within that profession um so we have um a probably close to 100 high school students wow through some different pathways who are going to be part of coursework at temple this spring mm-hmm. and then we really want your listeners to help us identify young people who are are leaders in their communities just leaders in their families who mm-hmm. enjoy working with kids um, within the families or maybe in after school jobs who would want an opportunity even this summer to explore. We have this grant allows us to provide free opportunities to young people to participate in whether it be a one week, two week or four week program um, this summer on Temple's campus, free to the student, all expenses paid. And that four week experience in particular offers the opportunity to take a class um, for credit for college credit. Mm-hmm. And the students are even have the opportunity in the two week and the four week sessions to to stay on campus and actually have the residential experience as well. So okay. we want to make sure the students also feel comfortable with post-secondary education and what it would mean to go to college, given that you need a college degree to become a teacher. Okay. That 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 level of exposure is also important. So that's one of the ways in, that we're utilizing this funding is to try to expand the number of young people who are exposed to the opportunity. I approve. Not that you need my approval. <laughs> Because uh, giving them the experience firsthand, you know, you're looking at the whole student versus just having them come on the campus for one week, two weeks, four weeks. Right. I am loving this idea. Have you ever done anything like this before on, on Temple's campus with teaching for students? This is your first time doing it. We've had the we've had a handful of students through a contract with the school district of Philadelphia be able to take a class. And we have the Temple Education Scholars Program that allows a small cohort of students to be with us for a series of courses across the whole of their senior year. Mm-hmm. But nothing in summer in particular and nothing that was um, coordinated with, you know, being able to stay on campus and yes. sort of enjoy the residential experience. Mm-hmm. So we're really excited about that. And while this funding um, allows us to stand up programming through June 30th, 2025, we would love the support of your corporate and philanthropic um, listeners and, and to extend that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we definitely want to do as much as we can with the time that we have and these funds, but um, certainly want to figure out how we can sustain this programming moving forward. And I'm grateful that you said that because I, you know, my my mantra right now is one Philly, one voice. It takes all of us to make this thing work. And so if the, if you're, if you are a corporation with loads of uh, money and you see this as an, an, uh, an way to impact Philadelphia, particularly because we see what's happening with the schools and that we need more teachers, uh, to, you know, of color to uh, help these students, then, you know, please feel free because I'm sure this will be a tax write off on some level for them. Right. Um, Shanae, my darling, good morning. 
Um, you know, you and I have had the hard conversations about, you know, getting uh, 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 students into education at the college level, but retaining them and keeping them there has been a little bit of a struggle, in part because they're having a difficult time uh, with the praxis. Right. So what are you doing from your end to make sure that what Dr. Kersey has begun on her end, uh, which feeds into what you do, continues to grow and thrive and bring fruit into the Philadelphia School District? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Well, because of what Dr. Kersey has done in um, obtaining this grant, we have been able to support um, our residents with breaking barriers like the praxis. Right. Um, So with the grant, we've been able to buy the study materials that people need to take the praxis. I know it's incredible. It's incredible. So that's one last thing that is taken off of someone's plate when they are applying for an accelerated master degree program. They don't have to worry about paying for the study materials. We can walk them through the process of this is what you use for this particular practice. This is how it's been used. We definitely, definitely incorporate the voice of the residents and the graduates that have come through Temple Teacher Residency. And we ask them for best tips and strategies and advice for other people coming in behind them. So with the grant, we've been able to buy study materials and we've been able to really, really own in on the feedback we get from our current TTR people. Good. And what is the current feedback other than the buying of the materials that you're getting of how to prepare for the praxis and pass the praxis. Uh huh. They <laughs> they share all the tips of what they did step by step, right? Because yes. they're fresh. They're fresh. Mm-hmm. They've recently taken the praxis. They know how much work and effort goes into it. Mm-hmm. So they give us the step by step, where this is what we ask for the yes. step by step um, of what they did to prepare and mm-hmm. succeed in taking the praxis. Yeah, I I, I absolutely love this now. Is a part of your programming people that will work with them on studying for the praxis on what to study for? Because we have a lot of and, you know, tell me to go kick rocks if, if this is incorrect. But we have a lot of retired teachers who have been offering to support and helping with studying with the praxis. Is that something that you'd be willing to accept? Absolutely. Right. OK. That's an okay. incredible right. idea. Oh, child, listen. Marble is about solutions in these Wakandan streets, right? And <laughs> yeah. so if there, if there, if there are educators who are retired that have passed the praxis and understand what's, you know, what it takes, or even current educators that have passed the praxis, right? That are willing to step in and, and, and volunteer some of their time. I don't know if you all paying them or whatever, but I think this would be a great experience for them too, because they're dying to have more teachers of color of experience. What's happening is so many of them, you know, get out of school you know, uh, in the school of education, they don't pass the practice and they end up becoming deans in the school when they could be used as a history teacher to follow in whatever their course of specialty is. And they become demoralized. Right. Um, so we have to kind of figure out how that works. And then I would love to see if Temple would take on some of those folks who uh, already graduated and are in the schools, but cannot pass the practice to pull them in and say, let's figure out how we can get this because we need more teachers with specialties um, in the system. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Could I also share a bit about 
how we're collaborating with others within the city to support our current teachers of color who are in the All right, cool. Hold on one second. Let me take a quick break and then you'll kind of come back and share that. You are listening to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will be back with Dr. Julian Kersey, Shanae Bryan, and oh my Lord, we're working on getting teachers of color in the schools right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to the final segment of The Source today on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m. Now listen, I keep telling y'all, solutions journalism. I am about the life, right? Because we moan and grain and complain and fuss and carry on about what's not working and how it's been broken since 1975. This is an excellent solution for finding teachers of color uh, to participate, uh, to become educated, to find students high school students who will want to go into the pathway to become educators um, in the school district of Philadelphia. Uh, Dr. Juliet Kersey uh, wanted to tell us something before we went to break in terms of how they're supporting teachers that are currently in the Philadelphia school system. Go ahead, Mas. So we're collaborating with an organization called Teach Plus, who is standing up affinity groups. So they have the, the Philadelphia Affinity Group Network, and they're currently recruiting teachers of color who want to engage in conversations with colleagues who share their identity affiliation. So um, the easiest way to connect with us about all of these different opportunities and continue the conversation offline is ttr at temple.edu. And we'll, you know, figure out who needs to respond right. to the email and get back to everybody. So ttr at temple.edu is the best way to reach us. Pretty easy to remember there. Yes. Um, and that's Shanae's email with Temple Teacher Residency. And from there, um, we'll send the link to the sign up form. So the idea is that through monthly meetings facilitated by teachers of color um, within the system and in the city, um, those who participate will have support around what they're doing in the classroom, opportunity to connect with other educators of color, specifically talking about their experiences, talking about their professional trajectories, and just have that, that network opportunity for collaboration, and feel connected to support their retention in the in the classroom and in the profession. So we're really excited that um, some of our grant funding will be able to support Teach Plus's efforts around yeah. the affinity groups. Yeah, I am I am intrigued and inspired by what you just said because there's a young man that is an excellent educator in the Philadelphia school system. I ran into him. He is he might be 27 now. Really good in the classroom. And I said, how are you doing? He said, I got out of the classroom because I don't feel supported and they're not paying me enough for me to pay my bills. And I said, OK, we need to have a larger conversation. So when you hear uh, anecdotal stories like that, uh, Dr. Kersey and Shanae, what are your thoughts about making sure that not only do we get them there, that we retain them? Because he's an excellent teacher. Excellent. Right. And we're losing educators that way. What what are your what is your solution around stuff like that? Are we able to pay teachers more, you know, commensurate with the, the cost of living in Philadelphia? Because that has to be a part of the conversation, too. Not just getting them there to teach right. and, and make it about, you know, it is really teaching is really a noble profession. My husband is a teacher and uh, 
uh, if you've been listening, you hear that he's in the hospital and I had a bird when he couldn't teach us. I mean, a whole bird. We were looking at him like, sir, you got an NG tube in your nose. You got oxygen. You got, you cannot teach this semester. And there are people like him who loves the profession, right? Um, but you know, this young man who would have been an excellent teacher came out of the classroom. How do we navigate around stuff like that? Shanae, maybe you can answer. Um, I know you, excuse me, I know you said, can we pay them more? I can't speak to that. But what our program does is that we do connect people with other paid opportunities. Right. So we listen and we pay attention and we are constantly seeking opportunities for our residents and our graduates. And we connect them with everything possible. So can we pay them more? I don't know. Okay. Fair Let enough, me, Fair enough, Shanae, but I have a voice, right? So what I'd love to do is, you know, State, Vincent, State, State Senator Vincent Hughes at the federal government, Madeline Dean, the rest of you all that are listening to the sound of my voice, let's try and figure out how we can get educators paid more, not just in Pennsylvania, but across the country. Go ahead, Dr. Kersey. So I think you're totally on point that there are, some, there are definitely systemic issues that need to be addressed. Mm -hmm. So it's not enough to just have a plug and chug around trying to get people because if we're entering them into a system that is not healthy, that's not productive, that's not going to work for educators. It's not going to work for their students. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely in collaboration with a number of people at the city level. Um, I think you had Scott Gaber on a few weeks ago before yes. the break mm -hmm. and talked about policy efforts that we're trying to stand up there. And um, a little teaser, one of the things that we're trying to be um, trying to move forward is the idea of loan forgiveness. So he was launching the teacher survey yeah. and the teacher survey, um, the respondents yes, very much that. reflect the demographics of the teachers in the city really spoke to, I mean, the number of, it was the teachers of color specifically who said that, you know, my loan debt is really hindering my ability to continue thinking about staying in this profession. Right. So addressing that um, at a city level with some other issues. And at the state level, um, we work closely with the Pennsylvania Educator Diversity Consortium, and we have a very active policy and advocacy working group. And we are talking about systemic policy solutions around um, whether it be scholarships for people who are currently in teacher prep programs, funds to support grow your own programs, ways to address barriers like standardized testing and the praxis. So that act, that activity is also happening. We would definitely love to include people in those conversations um, and really lean on champions like Senator Hughes. The other yeah. thing is, and I know we're not going to have time to get into it, but culturally relevant sustaining education. It's only been about a year that it's been mandated by um, the state that Teacher preparation programs include competencies that their students have to learn around culturally relevant standing education. And PDC was a huge proponent of that in drafting initial um, competencies and advocating for their adoption, mm -hmm. because that's going to be essential. Now, every teacher preparation program has to include these culturally relevant standing education competencies. Mm -hmm. And every school district is supposed to be introducing this in professional development. Mm -hmm. And so this is a game changer. And this is when we talk about systemic solutions. Um, we have to change the cultures of schools such that students and educators of color are affirmed and supported mm -hmm. and that people have the tools to know what that looks like um, and how to do it. We have colleagues who really are have the best in mind, want to be culturally relevant educators, but they don't know how. And right. so this is part of the work moving forward, too, is providing resources and tools and training so people are equipped with yeah. um those things to be able to support their colleagues, um, support themselves, support their students. 
That's awesome. I have one final question and I'm pushing it because it's 6.52 and I have to get off the air in three minutes. Uh, Arthur Leo Taylor says, is there an alternate route for vocational teachers in your program? Please ask her to reach out, ttrtemple.edu. Ah, reach out, Arthur Leo Taylor. And we will engage with her about yes. her background and what we could connect right. her to. And of so course, if there's something we don't have at Temple, we'll connect her to other programs that we yeah, know about. It's, it's a gentleman, but ttr at temple.edu, Arthur Leo Taylor. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. Ladies, thank you. I need you to keep coming back. Come keep coming back. (laughs) As you as you, you know, move and groove and figure out the other parts of the program. You know, let's talk again in the spring. Okay, Uh, because I want to encourage more students to join your program. And the more you come on, the more sustainable that would be to to engage them because we're going to engage them through their families who are listening. I love it. Yep. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good one. All right. Bye bye. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.